Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on episode 39 of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. So last we left off, things had gotten a little bit complicated. Scar appears to have taken Winry hostage, and uh, after all the uh, the tomfoolery the Elric brothers got up to, they are sort of on the same side as Kimbley now, at least looking in on the situation from the outside. I mean, there's reason to believe that there is some tomfoolery going on here. You know, the Elric brothers. You know, they're not stupid. I feel like they would have done something like this to hamstring Kimberly since they really don't like him. So obviously this whole thing's a precarious situation because no one here really likes Scar. But given that the choices between Scar and people who align themselves with the homunculi, unpalatable though it is, Scar seems like the better choice. So, you know, I guess, uh... Edward is proving that the best bit of acting has like a little something real behind it. You know, the fact that Scar's being so honest is kind of refreshing. The subject matter is obviously uh, not too comforting. I mean, he's still going on about, like, you know, you have the right to kill me. And I think Winry's doing the unequivocally right thing here in that 
she's actually tending to his injuries. You know, her parents were doctors. It wouldn't do if she were to start killing when their whole deal was doing no harm. You know, that's a neat little exchange right there. Scar actually asking if he is forgiven. I mean, it should be fairly obvious that he isn't, but that that it even seemed like a remote possibility seemed to be surprising to him. And I mean, to be fair, I don't think it really is a possibility. I think the best thing that can happen is they just sort of never really interact with each other ever again. But that would be preferable to continuing the cycle of violence and bloodshed. So as accepting as Winry's being about this whole thing, relatively speaking, Edward is still holding a grudge, and I guess that's fairly understandable. But at the same time, it's not really his place either. So I guess now the other obvious conflict is sort of, uh, happening now. Miles and Scar, they obviously share a heritage, but, you know, they find themselves on opposite sides here. And Miles claims that the idea here is he's working from the inside to change the system for the better. In a sense, he seeks to reform things such that the Ishvalan atrocity, or something like it, could never happen again. And that's a noble goal. I mean, Scar's goals are arguably noble too, prevent such a thing from happening again, but his methods are killing all involved, which is, uh, you know, understandable, but a little bit less noble. And I think it's interesting here that this sort of exchange is really rubbing off on Scar. To the point where he even says that he's thankful that people like Miles exist. So I guess the upshot of all of this right here, presumably before Scar breaks out and causes a scene, is that, you know, they're sort of informing Kimberly that they've got everything under control. Okay, so this is what must have happened. Marco interceded on Scar's behalf, saying probably something along the lines of, we're doing some important work, we need to keep doing it, you know, we're working towards the same purpose here. And, you know, that's all true, but at the same time, like what Ed was saying, you know, he was genuine that he was mad about everything going on. I guess that's fair, considering he really does seem to want to turn Scar over to Kimberly. Yeah, it really is a rather unfortunate position where Scar's the only one with the training necessary to be able to read ancient Ishvalan.
Yeah, man, it seems like there's a whole bunch of dissension in the ranks here. Because obviously Miles wants to bring everyone back to Briggs, that being a safe place. But at the same time, you know, nobody really wants to hang around Scar either. And I'd imagine that considering they're all sitting around talking and they've already told Kimberly they've captured Scar, if they're going to plan something devious, then time is rather short. Alright, so Miles is the big brain behind this operation. You know, have Scar capture Winry, seemingly, and the idea is this disgraces Kimbley, rubs a little bit of salt in his wounds, and simultaneously takes a bargaining chip off the table. You know, if uh, the homunculi and their thralls no longer hold Winry over the Elric brothers' heads, then they essentially have no leverage. I mean, they do in a sense. You know, I'm sure there are other people the Elric Brothers would rather not see die. But Winry was the big one. You know, she's the only one who's like a non-combatant. The others are... Well, they're all members of the military, so therefore... Death is, uh... Kind of given as part of the job. You know, not that it's not a bad thing, but it's not the same. Not of the same magnitude, I should say. Now this is interesting too. These two goons... Miles makes the reasonable statement that they should probably kill them to maintain operational security. Alphonse doesn't want to kill them, just from like a blanket killing is wrong kind of perspective. These guys are kind of down on being killed. They're down with being killed, rather. The idea being, you know, they're freaks. How can they live a normal life? So, Alphonse is playing a little bit of a switcheroo here. You know, if you're so discontent with your bodies, then rather than die, try and find a way to return to normal. You know, you don't have to be a fatalistic nihilist. Like, he's really wrangled them nicely, you know, they don't have a leg to stand on. Even when they say, you know, you don't understand, Alphonse proves to them that he in fact has it considerably worse than either of them, and he's not content to just sit down and die. Here we go. Yoki's putting on his thinking cap and coming up with a good idea here. I was kind of talking last episode about how he's not really a good person, but through the circumstances he's entrenched in, he's sort of forced to become a good person by comparison. And you know what? He has provided a good method for getting everybody out and around here, while at the same time navigating what I'm sure it will shape up to be a horrible blizzard.
So it seems like they're really trying to pick apart this plan in every way imaginable. You know, they could just sort of like take Winry and hide her, but then the Elric brothers will come under suspicion, and naturally, Kimberly will be the person to go after them. I find it interesting that Winry is ultimately the person who brings up this idea. You know, what if Scar were to take me hostage? Surely Kimberly wouldn't do anything drastic, right? I mean, he would, and we saw as much. But at the same time... Uh, the Elric brothers at least have managed to avoid horrible consequences so far. You know, I think Winry makes a good point here, and Alphonse is kind of making a bit of a poor argument. Winry is going to be a hostage either way, and she's right about that, but Alphonse saying Scar's a mass murderer, as though that's a detriment. I mean, it's not like Kimberly's much better. So I feel like, given that Scar is at least nominally on your side, in that he opposes the homunculi as well, you know, he's a better bet. So it seems like uh, these two Chimera, they're in a rather unfortunate position too. Because they're under the impression that Kimberly's going to kill them for failing, so they might as well defect. And as it were, you know, the people they are defecting to are rather better to work with, I would think. Oh dear. Marka's giving them the lowdown on what's going on. I'd imagine they're not going to take too kindly to it, the horrible news that it is and all. I mean, to their credit, they do seem to be really conciliatory in that they're willing to be tied up if it will put everyone else at ease, because they understand that, you know, just because you say you're defecting doesn't mean you really are. Oh boy, we're getting something a little symbolic here. You know, Winry's giving up her earrings so she doesn't get frostbite on her ears and giving them to Ed for safekeeping. I don't know, I can't quite put my finger on it, but that... There, there's something there, you know? It's not just handing over a personal possession for safekeeping. There's a little bit more to that. You know, that was kind of an interesting sequence, how it was basically like an extended flashback. And, you know, only the Elric brothers and uh, Miles really know the truth here. So I'd imagine they didn't sort of share this around just in case word got back to Kimberly. 
So it seems like as cunning as their plan was, it was in part the snowstorm that really sealed the deal because you can't go out and search for them as readily. It's a rather lucky break. Man, that's rather unfortunate. You know, Dr. Marco is talking so glowingly about Winry's parents and Scar just kind of has to listen to it. Man, it seems like this is really starting to affect him in a weird kind of way. You know, I really don't think Scar's ever going to become a good person. But it seems like, you know, he's really realizing that maybe the wanton murder spree probably wasn't the best course of action after everything that had happened. I mean, I guess it's better late than never when you get down to it. Man, you know, I'm really, I'm really happy Yoki's pulling his weight here, because he really just seemed like a rather useless guy who's only good for playing as bait, but his know-how is really saving everyone's bacon. You know, he came up with the idea of the mining tunnels, he found a detailed map of the tunnels, so, you know, now they can move more efficiently. Man, these two goons are starting to get humanized a little bit. You know, they haven't seen their families in who knows how long since they became chimeras. And they're already sort of reminiscing on what life will be like when they get their bodies back to normal. It seems like everybody's sort of reminiscing about family a little bit. You know, Mei Chang... Obviously she's got a bit of a rough road ahead because the Philosopher's Stone is the real key to immortality here but she's unwilling to bring that back you know she needs it for her clan but it's an abomination you know it's not something she can do lightly You know, I think it's a nice little humanizing moment where everybody regardless of their background sort of has if not similar issues, issues that are all in sort of like the same vein. Oh dear. So it seems like things are not entirely good in Briggs either. Kimberly is apparently seeking to have Major General Armstrong replaced with a homunculi loyalist. Man, 
Ed's willing to sort of like go out in this horrible storm to try and make it back to the fort. Oh dear. You know, Alphonse makes a good point. He won't freeze to death in the storm so he can deliver the message while everyone else has to sit around waiting. I mean, it's not an ideal situation, but it's probably the best they can do under the circumstances. Oh dear. You know, that's not a good sign. Elephant's sort of seeing his own emaciated body sort of gesturing for him to come closer. Really not a good sign at all. Oh dear. You know, that's like walking into the light. You know, you don't want to do that. You want to keep on living, Alphonse. So, you know, I think Alphonse is sort of prone to this, but he's kind of jumping to the conclusion that his armored body is just going to reject his soul and kick it out and then he'll die. I mean, that's an understandable fear, but I don't think he's really coming to that conclusion on solid evidence. I mean, obviously it's not good that he was sort of like flickering in and out of life there for a second, seemingly. Alright, so just to drive the point home that things are not really that good, Father seems to have four of five sacrifices lined up.
Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. See you, Space Cowboy.